Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. I want to read one verse to begin with in Luke chapter 14. Luke chapter 14, verse 26. If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Amen. And I want to preach on the hierarchy of love. The hierarchy of love of love. God bless you. You may be seated. Now when you read that verse, that's a strong verse with strong language. When you see the word hate coming from the Lord in this verse. Amen. Praise God. But let me tell you something. God is the one that instituted the family unit. God is all about strong families that love each other dearly. God instructs husbands to love their wives, and, and He instructs wives to respect their husbands, and that, that's love. And He instructs children to honor their parents, and that's love. And He instructs fathers to bring their children up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, and, and that's love. Amen. And since this is the case, why did Jesus say what He did in this verse. Amen. And you know, over the years in ministry, I have come in contact with many people that had, have, had had trouble with this verse. Amen. Had a hard time with this verse. It confused them. It concerned them. But may I tell you this morning that God is not the author of confusion. Amen. And I, may I also tell you this morning that it's never a good idea to take one verse in the Bible and to draw a conclusion from it, amen, and to make a, a doctrine or a teaching out of it either, amen. Because the Bible said, in the mouth of two or three witnesses shall every word be established, amen. So in other words, the Bible explains the Bible. When you got a question about a verse over here, you don't understand it, somewhere Amen. Maybe in that same chapter or that same book or somewhere else in that same testament. Or maybe you've got to go to the other testament. But somewhere, the best commentary on the Bible is the Bible. Amen. The Bible. Amen. Line upon line, precept upon precept. Here a little, there a little, two or three witnesses. And then you'll get an understanding. Amen. Because there's a very clear understanding of what this verse means that we read today. Amen. The Greek word for hate in this verse has several meanings, but there is one meaning that Jesus intended for. Amen. And it's important for us to understand that meaning. And that meaning is love less. Love less. Jesus conveyed the same thought in the book of Matthew. <clears throat> Excuse me. But he phrased it a different way to help us understand which confirms what I shared with you already about this, the meaning of this verse. Matthew 10, 37 said, He that loveth father or mother 
more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. So the three words we take out of this verse is more than me. Amen. Jesus is teaching us a powerful truth in these verses. He's letting us know, amen, how to be a true disciple, how to be a true follower, amen. And the only way to be a true disciple and reap the benefits and blessings that come along with, with serving God and to, is to love Him more than we love others and other things in our lives. Amen. So in other words, we must love others and other things less than we love Him. Praise God. Let me rephrase our text verse by switching out the word hate for the words love less. It says, if any man come to me and does not love his father less than me, and his mother less than me, and his wife less than me, and his children less than me, and his brethren less than me, and his sisters less than me, yea, his own life less than me, he cannot be my disciple. You see, that's what he's meaning here. And Jesus even told us, he that loveth his life shall lose it. John 12, 25. And he that hateth his life in this world shall keep it unto life eternal. Well, I don't want to hate my life. Amen. But what he's talking about is he that loves his life less than me. Amen. If he loves me the most. Amen. And puts himself after me. Praise God. Remember, the true meaning of joy is an acronym. J-O-Y. Jesus first. Then others. Then yourself. Then you're going to be happy. Then you're going to have fulfillment. Then you're going to have purpose. Then you're going to please God and be in his will. That word hateth in John 12, 25 is the same word, Greek word for hate in, in Luke 14, 26. Same exact one. But I'm preaching about the hierarchy of love. Amen. Now a hierarchy is like a ladder. There's levels. There's rungs. You know, the corporate world, there's the ladder getting up to success. It's a ranking. It's a scale. It's a sequence, a degree, a, a level. You know, uh, hierarchies are in all kinds of aspects of our lives. Uh, amen. We, we, we see companies, uh, you know, that, you know, they have the owners and then the owner might have a, a president that's running it for him. And, and then he's, you know, got some uh, vice presidents. And, and then you got some uh, uh, high level managers and you got some mid level managers. And then you got some uh, low level supervisors. And then, then you've got eight men, some of uh, the employees down at the, that are just uh, under all these supervisors. There's a hierarchy. And when people are in the proper hierarchy, things go smooth. Things are in order. Things uh, are, are good. Amen. So, you see, God never said that he had to be our only love, but rather he said he had to be our first and highest love. Amen. Now, why is that? Well, it's really easy. The first reason is because he created us. Amen. We, you know, we didn't, I, I, we weren't hatched. Amen. We didn't crawl out of some slime pit. Amen. 
You know, our, our, you know, our uncles aren't monkeys. Praise God. Amen. And what happened to the monkeys? Are they growth stunted? When are they going to become people? Are we going to wait around? I don't have time for this. Amen. We understand. Amen. That we were created. The Bible said we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. We, he made us. Amen. And he made us and he formed us for himself to will and to do of his good pleasure. Secondly, when, we, when he saw us, uh, how far off course we got after Adam and Eve blew it in the, in the human race. And then, you know, even after the flood and they started over. And then things got rough, amen, throughout the Old Testament times. Amen. He came himself. He sent prophets. He sent his word. He sent all kinds of things. But he said, you know, I'm going to have to come myself in human form. And I'm going to have to suffer and die. Amen. So that they can have their, their healing and they can have their forgiveness. And that we can be saved. That's why He's our highest love. And when we're born again and walk with Him, we belong to Him. Amen. Our body is not our own. It belongs to God. Our body and our spirit are His. We are His special possession. Our greatest love and allegiance belongs to Him. Amen. And third, He loved us first, even when we were unlovable. You say, well, he died before we even were born. I know, but he saw the end from the beginning. So he saw what we were going to be. He saw what we were until we got saved. He saw everything. Amen. First John 4, 19. But we love him because he first loved us. Praise God. Romans 5, 8. God demonstrates his love toward us that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's why I got to love him first. Amen. The very first of the Ten Commandments lets us know not to have any other gods before the true and the living God. Amen. Thou shalt have no other gods before me. And you know, folks, the Bible said there are lords many and gods many. And, and, God, and a God is not something that you worship, you know, bow down and worship in a, in a religious sense. Amen. You can make a God out of anything. People make gods out of money. People make gods out of their jobs. People make gods out of other people, amen, so you can make a God out of anything, but here's the thing, nothing or no one should come before God in our lives, amen, and that's why Jesus used that language in our opening verse to, to stress that strongly, and when you put together that with other verses, you understand that he, he was trying to say, though we love our, our, our parents dearly, and we love our spouses dearly, and we love our children dearly, amen, we need to put it up a few notches, amen, and love him even more than them, amen. Praise God. Jesus told us that the first and greatest commandment of all is Mark 12, 30. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind, and with all thy strength. Amen. Praise God. You know, when we look at uh, the book of Revelation, we see that there are seven churches seven churches amen in the book of revelation 
Praise God. And they are mentioned, uh, and different things happen in those seven churches. Amen. And they, they are for those churches that existed back in those days. And it was also, amen, the Bible's for us too. It's for, it's for a contemporary situation. It's prophetic, and it's for the church. Praise God. And through the church of Ephesus, in Revelation chapter 2, verse number 4, the Bible said, Amen. Nevertheless, uh, he, he talked about the church in Ephesus and he said, you guys have done good and this and that. But he said, nevertheless, I have this against you that you've left your first love. Amen. They had him as their first love and they departed. And so he was telling them to repent and do the first works. Do what they used to do when he was their first love. Amen. And then everything's going to be okay. So the hierarchy of love in our lives should be as follows. God must be our first love, and that is non-negotiable. Amen. It's got to be that way for this church to be what it needs to be, and for our lives, for God to be what it needs to be. Amen. And then comes our family. Nothing or no one should be higher on the hierarchy of love in our, than our families beside God himself. Only God is above our families. Amen. Only God is above family, folks. And when we, why we get in trouble and why families fail and why families have, have problems in situations, we're going to have issues no matter what we do in families because that's just because you're different people and different things happen. But you know what? When you have the hierarchy in the right order and when you have God as number one, amen, and you have in that family Christ, a Christ-centered family, praise God, then that family is going to be okay. That family is going to make it, praise Praise God. So no person, no job, no thing, no money, no hobby, fill in the blank, should be higher than our families on the hierarchy of love. And when we put God first in our hearts and lives and we love Him with everything we have, amen, we will have a greater love for our spouses. We will have a greater love for our children. We will have a greater love for our parents. And we will even have a greater love and respect for ourselves. Some people don't love themselves. And I'm not talking about be conceited you know, we know those people. I'm not talking about that. They love themselves too much. Praise God. Amen. But I'm talking about loving yourself enough to respect yourself. Amen. Self-respect, self-esteem. Praise God. Hold your head up high, not in pride or ego, but just knowing who you are as a child of God. Amen. We, we, we can be successful for Him. Amen. And, and that's why we love ourselves and respect ourselves. But we, all of these, are it's God on top. And everything else underneath. It's God, family, and then everything else. Praise God. Amen. And finally, Jesus let us know the importance and benefit of keeping our priorities right. Amen. We can't get the cart before the horse in our lives. Some people, you know, are you know looking for that pot at the end of the rainbow. And uh, that's their focus. But you know what? Jesus needs to be our focus. Put God first. Put God first. Amen. Jesus needs to be our focus. Matthew chapter 6, verse 31. Therefore, do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? 
For after all these things the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Amen. That's why God has to come first. Amen. And part, you know, we know that part of, you know, when we talk about God coming first, we're talking about our salvation and our walk with God. That's got to be first. Amen. Yes, church is part of that. And prayer is part of that. And Bible reading and study is part of that. Amen. That's all part of our walk with God. We got to get saved and we got to stay saved. Amen. And that's number one in our lives. And then family's got to be next. It's got to be our families. Praise God. It's got to be, amen, our families. And then when we, when we seek God's kingdom and all these things work out fine. Praise God. And all the things that you're worried about. What, what, about, what am I going to wear? And how, how am I going to take care of that bill? And take care of that situation? Take care of that situation? How am I going to do it? I don't know. Amen. How am I going to do it? You're going to do it by putting God first. Not worrying about stuff. Trust in Him. Amen. Walk with Him daily. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Would you stand with me? Oh, praise God. Talk about the hierarchy of love. When we get all the rungs and the ladder in the right place in our life, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Amen. Ezra Taft Benson said this, when we put God first, all other things will fall into their proper place or drop out of our lives. Amen. Because, you know, some stuff needs to drop out of our lives. You know, I know sometimes, well, I, I, I want to keep it all, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I want, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, but I got to let go of something. But God's right here. I got to go. Amen. That's, not, that's why we can't be in indecision all the time. We can't be in the valley of decision. We can't be walking a, the fence of frustration, wondering, oh, well, you know, uh, which side am I going to pick? We got we to gotta get out. Who's on the Lord's side, Moses said. We got to put get God first in our lives. When you put God first, all other things will fall in their proper place or drop out of our lives. And we didn't need it anyway. Amen. When I came to God, friends don't treat me just like they used to ever since I laid my burdens down like the old chorus goes but God gave me some new friends and a new family amen and a new love because I chose to put him first amen praise God I'm going to go with him praise God hallelujah take this whole world but give me Jesus I won't turn back. No, I won't turn back. Oh, hallelujah. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast. And may God bless you.